everyone, and welcome back to Crossroads Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 2002 Britney Spears vehicle Crossroads one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And it is Minute 51. Uh-huh. It starts with Kit turning on the radio. Uh-huh. And it goes through, go totally crazy. Yeah. So this minute is all just singing Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain. Yep. Hey, Aaron. Tell me about Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain. Okay. It was the eighth single out of 12 from her third album, Come On Over. That was a really good album, by the way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not just because it had so many singles, but like it really was well, okay, a so very it, good album. It came out in 1997. Mm-hmm. There were singles coming out from this album in the year 2000. Yep. She just l- slow rolled. This is basically the country thriller. With more songs on it. How many songs were on that? 16. Okay, I was going to say, there can't have been many more yeah. than 12. There um, there were co- a couple of versions. There was a country version, that, okay. and there was a pop version. I remember that, because uh, You're Still the One, I think, may have been the first single from the redone pop version. Okay. Because I, th- I recall hearing the country version one time and being like, what is happening? This isn't my memory of 1998. Right. Um, But let me tell you, come on over... Is the all-time best-selling country music album. Really? All time. That, as good as that album is, that does surprise me it quite is a bit. the best-selling studio album by a female act. Really? All time. Yep. And it's the best-selling album by a Canadian man or woman or non-binary. Get it, Shania? Yeah. Damn. It's the eighth, be- eighth all-time best-selling album ever in the United States. Eight, number eight. Uh, it's the 16th best-selling album in the United Kingdom. Wow. Yeah. I've never listened to it. I have it. Well, yeah. If you want it. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to just put it on my list and listen to it on Spotify. But, yeah. like, I feel remiss. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. If 12 of the 16 songs were radio singles... I've heard a lot you, of it. You've listened to the so album. I've, I know... Uh, you're still the one. Still the one. Man, I feel like a woman. Yep. Um, that don't impress me that much. That don't impress me much, which I conflate with Man, I feel like a woman. They came out, I feel like, around the same time, and they both had like that very upbeat. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look up the song list real quick. Just, yeah. I'm sure you might have it. But... I don't have the track oh, okay. list. Um, okay. Um, I can read it to you if you would like. Okay. Or I do guess. you want to? Tr- no, yeah, wanna... let's let's do it. Let's okay, do it. Okay, so man, I feel like a woman kicks it off. Kicks it off. Wow. Yep. Let's go, Shania. I'm holding on to love to save my life. Nope. Love gets me every time. That's another one that familiar-ish. I'm pretty. I won't sing it for we'll, you because we'll I call value us our at listeners' one and a half. ears. Um, don't be stupid. You know I love you. Nope. Given how often I played this album in my car in high school, I'm sure you've heard most of these. At okay. least in part. Okay. Um, from this moment on with Brian White. I know that one. Wait, that's from this moment. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Come on over. I see. Christina Aguilera ruined those three words. Not ruined. I love the Christina Aguilera song called "Come on Over." Now I'm wondering which version I've got in my head. Come on over, come on over, baby. Okay, that's Christina. What is the Shania one then? I don't know. I assume the same, but it I can't th- possibly be. I think it might be, though, because that's the only one in my <laughs> head. When, 
which is not one I care for personally. Uh, whatever you do, don't. You know what? That might be on the mixtape you made me. Is it possible that you put a Shania song on the mixtape you made me? It's oh, probable. No, you would have put you would have put uh, that. Don't impression me much on it. Possibly because yeah. no, because your your annotation was because it don't. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> um, if you want to touch her, ask. No, but which I, is basically a song about consent. I'm all about that. It's 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 not bad. It's it's one of the ones on here that I don't think w- it couldn't have been as so whatever you do, don't. If you want to touch or ask, are both not links, which tells me right. they were not singles. Right. Um, but yeah, it's basically like, hey, all you have to do is ask her. And if she says yes, then you get to. Right. The song. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, you're still the one. Three. Honey, I'm home. No. Uh, that don't impress me much. Yeah. Black Eyes, Blue Tears. No, that I, sounds like the most country song that's, of, of all well, time. Does it? Because the next, not, that was number 13 and is not linked. Number 14, also not linked, is I Won't Leave You Lonely. Oh, well. Which is maybe a little more. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, rock This Country and You've Got A Way. I also don't care for those two. You've Got A Way. I'm thinking of uh, She's Got A Way, which is a different thing. Yeah, no, this was like a real slow country ballad. I think so. Of the 16, I counted four for sure. And I will, will, I'm willing to add two of the, a total conglomeration of yeah. things I've, I've heard in passing. So six of 16, I'm, I'm seriously remiss on the eighth best-selling album of all time in the American. I mean, the America. a, a lot of people really like, uh, there are a lot of Americans who listen to country. Yeah. And this was a very pop country album yeah. with just enough super poppy singles yeah. that I'm willing to bet a lot of people bought the album for the singles. I would I would I would base half of those sales on still on you're still the one alone based on how much I heard it on the radio. Really? See that was that wasn't ever one that I particularly liked. Oh I I like the upbeat poppy ones like Man I Feel Like a Woman and that don't impress me much. Me 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 too. Yeah. I just heard you're still you're still the one to me, still has the like, um, uh, uh, my heart will go on. It has the same feel sure. to me as okay. like, oh, I see now that this song isn't as bad as I thought it was when I was a teenager and wanted uh, rock music slash everything to be just Blink-182. Right. But also this is sort of schmaltzy pop music. You know what? I bet that album also, or that album, that song also was a bunch of prom and homecoming themes. Yeah. And a lot of people probably had to buy it so that they could choreograph dances. Sure. I bet it was a lot of wedding songs. Yep. So, yep. yeah, you're right. But then you also have sort of like, okay, so you're Brad Pitt, like of the time, basically what I imagine amounted to a country fan's Bare Naked Ladies, like people from Canada making a song that sort of is meme like, okay, so you're Brad Pitt. Oh, she just name dropped Brad Meme-y, Pitt. Meme-y, M-E-M-E hyphen Y. Right, correct. Not Mimi, the character in this movie that we're ostensibly talking about. Right. <laughs> One of the characters singing along with this song. Uh-huh. Uh, the song itself, um, it was released uh, as a single in March of 1999. It peaked at number 23 in the US, number three in the UK, and it hit number one in New Zealand. Okay. Uh, Year-end... For 1999, it was number 77 in the U.S., 
number 47 in the UK, and number 15 in New Zealand. New Zealand fucking loves this song, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. I'm kind of surprised that the UK loves it as much as they do, because I don't think of the UK as being a hotbed for country music. Yeah, this had to have been just sort of like a look at how American. I guess. So, yeah, I mean, I have to imagine that it's sort of like a this is about this is as country as it gets. Oh, and then well, oh, no, UK, for, you have no idea, right? And then you have no idea. While still being accessible, yeah, maybe. I also I don't know this for a fact, but I could easily imagine Shania touring with the Spice Girls in late in the late nineties. I would really like to see that show. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so if she did tour, then maybe. That was the basis for some of it. Too. That could be. It's interesting that that it did. So I actually didn't look at what how it did in Canada, which is because I think of Shania Twain as being American. Um, sure. And that's and that's on me. That's a shortcoming of mine. She's she is or was married to an American. So I don't know if that has anything to do with anything. Let's find Because she was married to um, Mutt Lang, and I don't know if... He is a South African record producer and songwriter, according to Wikipedia. Welp. He was born in Zambia. Oh. Well, I... Okay, then. I mean, I guess... Okay. I mean, I don't know if he's... He was, yeah, raised in South Africa. His mother was German. His father was South African. I'm trying to find when he ended up in the States. Because I know he produced uh, ACDC back in the 80s. Like, he was a big metal producer. Which yeah, beginning life. production work in 76. His first major hits came in October 1978 with the UK number one single Rat Trap for the Boomtown Rats. Yeah. Followed in July 79 with ACDC's hard rock album Highway to Hell. Yeah. So yeah, it, it seems that he was born in South Africa, went to the UK, and then at some point made his way over here. Apparently they... He and Shania split up in 2008. Okay. After he had an affair with her best friend. Oof. Yep. They announced their separation in 2008. They divorced in 2010. Oh! Oh! And then in 2011, Shania Twain married the best friend's former husband. Where, 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 how come we aren't reading, why, how come we aren't watching this movie? I, because, I think because you have to have a subscription to Lifetime. Ah, oh, right. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So 2008, it was announced that Twain and Lang were separating after he had an affair with her best friend, Marie-Anne Thibode. The- Theobode? It's oh, she's French. a singer too. Oh. Isn't she? Is she linked? No, nah, she's not linked. Oh, um, maybe it's just With whom he name. reportedly later began a relationship. Lang and Twain divorced in June 2010. On January 1st, 2011, Twain married Frederick Theobode, the former husband of Marie-Anne. I love that a whole lot. I, I probably shouldn't. I mean, like, but I do. If everyone's happy, then yeah. How many Grammys did this album win? I didn't look that up. I'm looking at things now. Hold on. There's a bunch of stuff about charts, but I don't know that it won any Grammys. You would think that there would be a specific. There's a country music album Grammy for sure. No, I know, but you would think that there would be a specific section. Yeah. It should I don't... be under accolades. Yeah, no, I'm seeing commercial performance, but that's it. Um, here. Let's 
do a find. Yep, zero returns for Grammy on the Wikipedia page for the album Come On Over. Did it win any Junos? It was nominated for Album of the Year. Oh, really? That's what I'm seeing here. Oh, well, it was not nominated for Album of the Year using the word Grammy. <laughs> Stupid Wikipedia. Why do people use the word Grammy? Hold on one sec. Let's see. What did she go up against? That was, it was released in 90. So, oh, wow. That year, all women Album of the Year nominees. Really? So it was Garbage Version 2.0, Madonna Ray of Light, Cheryl Crow, The Globe Sessions, Shania Twain, Come On Over, and The Miseducation of Lauren Hill won. So that's all women. That's a spread. Yeah. But isn't that amazing that there was that it was all, yeah. all women that year? That's I wonder awesome. how many times that's happened. I bet not lots. Probably not. So anyways, they sing this song for the whole minute. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's a there's one part mostly Britney sings it. There's one part where Kit takes over, mm-hmm. but then they quickly d- don't do that for long. Yeah, and Mimi doesn't sing at all. You know, the one that we were going west so that she could get a recording contract so that she could be a singer. Yep. I was just about you know what I almost said that was stupid. You know the one that's a musician in real life. You know <laughs> oh, that stupid thing I almost said, but thank God I didn't. <laughs> Guess what's getting left in the episode? I have one other note from this minute, and it's just that they look like they're having a lot of fun. They do look like they're having a lot of fun. They're basically doing the dance routine they did with I Love Rock and Roll in the car seat. And and a more energetic, less sultry version, yeah. Um, I also, I I was getting real, like, nostalgic driving down the road with your friends on, like, a road trip sort of vibe. Yeah. And, and, yeah, it was kind of cool. This, the radio stations that this car picks up are really powerful. They they are. <laughs> I don't have anything else for this minute, do you? I have, I have literally told you all I know about man I feel like a woman. Yeah, I've literally told you all I know about man I feel like a woman. Just now what happened was I was like, I'm saying that don't impress me much. And I was in the middle of saying the right one and then I forgot. So I don't know any more about this song or this album or this artist. And that's all that we did. Uh, there's a pack of Altoids. On the on the dash, mm-hmm. the increasingly trashy dash. dash. Yeah. I did not look up Altoids though, because I was like, they're probably not a Pepsi product. But now I'm wondering if they are. I'll tell you what, I'll do some social media while you look up if Altoids are a Pepsi product. Okay. So we are on Twitter at Crossroads underscore Min. Individually, I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. And I'm at Unabashed James. We are proud members of the Scavengers Network on Twitter at ScavengersNet. Altoids are owned by the Altoid. Uh, their brand was created by London Mace Smith and Company in the 1780s and became part of the Callard and Bowser Company in the 19th century. Is any of that Pepsi? I don't think so. So I think they're still part of that. So hold on. Uh, the name Altoids is derived from the Latin alt to change and the Greek oids taking the form of. The mints were originally conceived as a lozenge intended to relieve intestinal discomfort. I can I can see that. Peppermint is supposed to yeah. settle the stomach. Their advertising slogan is the original celebrated curiously strong mints, referring to the high concentration of peppermint oil used in the original flavor lozenge. Flavor spelled with a U on this uh, Wikipedia article. Oh. So it was invented 240 years ago. That's a long time. Yeah. Good job, Altoids. They made it 
and twenty and two when they were two hundred and twenty years young, they made their way onto the dashboard of the car in Crossroads. Hey James. Yeah. Let's be best friends forever. For two more than two hundred and forty years. Forever. We will. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.